0: Welcome to the Hope Unlimited Church podcast. We are so honored to connect with you, and we pray that you will be encouraged and inspired by this week's message. All right, Grab your Bible, go with me to two places. We're going to look at Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 12. Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 12. Then we're going to look at the book of Proverbs, chapter number 6. I'm only going to read two verses to you. Matthew's Gospel. Chapter number 12, and then Proverbs uh, chapter number 6. When you get there, say amen. Amen, amen. We started a uh, new series the 1st of December. Uh, My wife, Lindsay, started it, and uh, I was going to preach part one or part two of it last week. So uh, since we didn't have service, this is going to be part two and three. But this is what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about the subject, next year, everything changes. Yes, sir. Let me let me try this. uh, See what happens. Next year, everything changes. All right. Let me see what we got. Let me see what we're working with over here. Next year, everything changes. I'm trying to prophesy to somebody. That if we can come into alignment with God's word, next year can be dramatically different than this year. Does somebody? Does anybody? I don't need everybody. I just need two or three people that will believe with me that next year everything in my life can change. Oh, hallelujah! I, I'm kind of apprehensive to to preach. Let me read these verses to you, then we'll get into this. Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 12, verse number 37, records these words. By your words you are justified, and by your words you are condemned. By your words, oh Lord, by your words you are justified, by your words you are condemned. Let me say it one more time. By your words, you are justified, and by your words, you are condemned. Now flip over real quick to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6 verse number 2. You are snared. Everybody say snared. Come on. Don't be Baptist on me. You are snared. That's more like it. I don't know what your other translations say. I'm using the King James Bible, the right Bible. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You are snared with the words of your mouth. You are taken with the words of your mouth. By your words, you are justified. By your words, you are condemned. You are snared with the words of your mouth. You are taken with the words of your mouth. I've always been apprehensive at the beginning of a new year to preach one of those big New Year's messages because I've heard so much of that stuff growing up in church, right? Um, It's going to be heaven in 07, right? God is great in 08. You're going to be fine in 09? First of all, I don't believe any of that stuff is true. I don't believe God works according to our calendar. I don't believe when the clock strikes midnight on December 31st and it becomes January the 1st, 2019, God decided to change everything that he was doing in your life and finally decided to bless you. Okay? I don't believe that. I also couldn't come up with anything that rhymed with 19. So that's why we're not preaching that. Okay. But so many times whenever we get ready, when we get to the end of a new year, my mind automatically thinks like this. We always think reset. We always think start over, right? We always get we always get these big lists of these goals that we're going to accomplish this year, but by the end of February, we don't even remember where we put the list, but bless God, we made some, right? That's why those gym memberships shoot up in January. Glory to God. Some of you already been thinking about it. Next year's my year. Come on. Come on, man! If you ain't doing it now, we probably ain't gonna do it. I'm sorry, but it just is what it is. I finally just come to grips with the fact I'm gonna look like this for the rest of my life. Right. So we get in this mentality of resetting and changing, and we're gonna we're gonna make the next year's gonna be different, and God's gonna do this, and God's gonna do that, and you can. It, it gets so crazy. You can get prophetic words emailed to you. Next year is going to be this. Next year is going to be that. Next year, God's releasing this. Next year, God's releasing that. As though God were holding this or that back, waiting for the time to change, waiting for the ball to drop, and as soon as the ball drops, the blessing drops. That's not how it works inside the kingdom of God. If we want next year to change, we have to make the changes that will make next year change. Let me say it to you this way. God said this to me one time, and it was very offensive to my sensibilities. He said this to me one time he said what you need is you do not need a miracle you need maturity he said you don't need a miracle you need maturity and the breakthrough you are waiting on is not on the other side of me moving the breakthrough you are waiting on is on the other side of you moving our deliverance is waiting for us on the other side of our obedience, okay? Most of the time, whenever we want God to do something in our life, we offer up all of these prayers and all of these petitions, and we get everybody to pray for us, and we go to the altar, call at church, and we get the prayer team to pray for us, and we rally the intercessors, and we blow the shofar, and we sound a trumpet, and we declare war, but we change nothing about our life, right? Right? We, 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 pray, we pray, we fast, we beat the carpet, we sweat, we anoint the house with oil. Dear God, so much oil in that house that if there was a spark, it'd go up in flames. But we don't change anything about the way we are conducting our life. And our breakthrough is on the other side of our obedience to God's word, not on the other side of God feeling so sorry for our emotional prayers that he finally decides to do something. That's not how the kingdom, am I hurting your feelings this morning? That's not how the kingdom of God works. God is not waiting for January the 1st. God is waiting for us to come into alignment with everything he's outlined in his word and then everything he promised we can possess because we obeyed the principles of God's word. You hearing what I'm saying? Hearing what I'm saying? So when I say next year, everything changes. This is what I'm not saying. Next year you're going to be a millionaire. I hope you are. I'm not saying next year you're going to get that new car. Next year you're going to get that new house. Next year you're going to get married. Oh, 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 glory to God. Something, yeah, come on, somebody. Is that you, Trevor, shouting down there? Trevor's going to Bible college. He's got something on his mind. All right, I've, I've seen funny stuff happen to single people around December. They're like, listen, I don't know, but next year I'm getting married. I don't, I don't really care if she says yes or not. We're getting married. This is going to happen. You want to make, you won't, no, you, you not you, you. Are you doing anything what You want to get married? No. What about the next one? Yeah, perfect. Me I, I love you, by the way, but yeah, let's get married. Okay. We want God to make all of these changes in our life, and all we give God is prayer. We substitute prayer for obedience, because it's much easier to talk to God about it than be about it. Yep. Wow. Am I right? So I, I, was, I was praying, I was seeking the Lord. Lord, what, what are some, what, what, what are you saying to us before the beginning of, of the new year? What are, you, what are you saying to us? I don't want it to be one of those, you know, email prophetic. You can get on Twitter and there's people giving out daily prophetic words. I'm like, get, get, just stop. God, what are, what are you saying to us? And this is probably going to be the most ultra-practical message I've ever taught you this, this far. <clears throat> but he gave me three areas, three keys in our life that we have to bring into alignment with his word if we want everything to change next year. You ready for them? Write this down. <clears throat> You cannot go into a new year with an old mouth. Al, oh, where you at, brother? Help me out because you know what I'm talking about. You cannot go into a new year with an old mouth. I dare you for the next 24 hours to monitor what you say, just watch what you say because god teaches us in hebrews that your words are creating your world yep. so true. Yeah. your words are creating your world yep. for example these kids are driving me crazy why do you think you're so stressed out all the time i ain't getting no help i figured i would get somebody to give me at least a, wa- a hand wave right Because when you say that, those words are going into you and they are creating a stress, not that the kids are creating, that your words are creating. Because your world is framed by your words. Your marriage is what you say it is. I'll have to amen myself. It's all right. Your money is what you say it is. Your job is what you say it is. Your job is either the greatest blessing that God's given you or your job is hell on earth. It all depends on how you talk about it. Your world is created by your words. That's why he said this. Your words are a snare. Your words are a trap. They have the ability to bind you. Or they have the ability to set you free. You hear what? Your kids are what you say they are. They will rise up to or down to your level of confession over them. This is kind of strange because when I was growing up we would teach about, about the power of our words and the power of our confession. We would teach on that stuff all the time. And every, it was just it was just common Christian knowledge. Everybody in church just knew about the power of our words and the Bible goes on and on and on about the power of our If you say to this mountain be thou removed, be cast into the sea, you shall have whatsoever you say. That your words have creative power. That your words can set people free or your words can cut people to the bone. That your world is created by words. These are things that we fundamentally knew as believers 10 and 15 years ago. And now it has become such a lost foreign truth to the church that we create hell in our lives and don't even know why. Your words are containers. They are carrying something. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. I've told you this before. We are speaking death to things we should be speaking life to, and we are speaking life to things we should be speaking death to. My husband's so lazy. Thank you for speaking life into a laziness and speaking death to a work ethic. Uh, little things, little things. We 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 watch this closely at our house. My kids—they're just not good at math. No, they're not. Not with that kind of talk. My daughter's a math genius. In reality, I'm not talking about reality. I'm talking about faith. Right? I declare over like Daniel. Oh, oh shh! I feel no, y'all ain't. You are 10 times greater. You have the spirit. You have an excellent spirit. You have the spirit of wisdom on you. Daniel was made 10 times greater than all of the other people in Babylon. And I lay hands on them in the car line that never ends in Hardin Valley, by the way. I lay hands on him in the car line. And I say, you're 10 times better than every student in your class. And you have the ability to absorb all of the knowledge that your teachers are handing out to you. Why? Because I'm creating a world for you through my words. Oh, glory be to God. I walk around talking about There is no no arguing in my house. There is no fighting in my house. There is no strife or stress in my house. There's not a seed of rebellion that can live in the life of one of my children. But only the seed of the divine work of God can blossom on the inside of them. Are you with me this morning? If you would change your words next year, you would have a different year. You would have a different year. Your Bible says that Sarah called Abraham Lord. Y'all are like, oh, now he's getting crazy. It's not the point that she called him Lord. I've tried that. It doesn't work. They're not going to buy it. Just give up. I've told Lindsay about it many times. Sarah called Abraham. We went into the Greek. What he's trying to teach us is she called him something he was not in order for him to become it. Your spouse will become what you say they are. They will live up to or down to your level of confession over them. So when you call your girlfriends going off because you can't get anything out of that sorry husband of yours, they are living up to or down to the confession you spoke over them. Glory be to God. Sometimes you got to look at what is and, and skip what is and start calling forth what you want it to be and then watch God move on your words because you spoke life to the right things and you spoke death to the right things. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Your words are creating your world, your words are creating your emotions. They're creating your emotions. You can talk yourself into a fit. Hope Unlimited, you're going to have to help me this one. Your words can talk yourself. Why don't, Wouldn't it be great if you went through 2019 not so angry and just ticked off all the time? There's some people that drive around here. They need. I'm going to hand them this podcast next time. One of them flip me off. You need to, need to guard your emotions. Right? Get so heated because we talk ourselves into absolute fits. Because our words are creating our world. Get heated over the dumbest thing You ever, you ever, I'm talking about get good and worked up. Can't sleep, can't eat, want to slap everybody in sight. And then it finally dawns on you, I'm being stupid right now. It really was not you ever thought you ever thought somebody meant one thing and you're like, oh, oh, oh no Don't know me, you don't know where I'm from. <laughs> All your childhood starts coming up, you're like, "Oh no, I've been done this way my whole life, but not by you. And then they're like, "Whoa!" That's not what I meant. You're like, just yeah. I, I knew that. I was. Just. We get ourselves churned up because the things we speak. Listen, the things we speak determine how we feel. If you say, "My marriage ain't working out," you're going to begin to feel my marriage ain't working out. If you begin to say, nobody at that church likes me you're going to begin to feel like nobody at that church likes me it doesn't matter it does not matter how detached from reality people can become and believe me friend they can become radically detached from reality you ever watch the news like what planet we are on mars i thought we were going to mars no we're on mars so crazy because it's come become so detached from reality Why? because they have told themselves things that has crafted this world around them now it's their new reality you ever heard the saying, perception is reality that's not true perception is not reality truth is truth and truth is still true whether or not you perceive it to be true truth stands on the outside of your perception what we do is we talk ourselves into a perception about what is true And when you create this entire world around us, that does not, that causes us dysfunction, it causes us brokenness, and it does not cause us to walk in what God called us to walk in. You have authority over your world. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Did you, I'll preach a Christmas message if you will talk about Jesus in the manger. If you want, I can. But I, I want to see, I want to get to December 2019 and see people beaming with the blessing and the favor and the abundance of God because they got their words right and they got their mind right and they got their mouth right and they got their emotions under control and they started governing themselves according to the way the Bible tells them to conduct themselves. You know what they tell, you know what they tell, uh, you know what they tell athletes before they go to play a game? You know what they'll tell? they say, get your mind right, get your mind right. That's how, you. has it not ever dawned on you, has not ever made you wonder, how can these 17, 18 year old kids play on national television with millions of people watching them and they perform and they do not crack under the pressure? I know what I was capable of at 18 years old and 14 million eyeballs on me would not have been good for my mental health. You know what they did? They got their mind right. Right. This is what I came to tell you this morning. Before next year hits, get your mouth right. Get your mouth right. Maybe your boss isn't that bad. Maybe it's how you've talked about him. right? Maybe your wife ain't that bad. Maybe it's how you've talked about her right right? Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's just how you've talked about it. just 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 entertain the idea. Maybe my words have created my world because you have authority over your world. Think about that. You have authority. Everybody say authority. Authority. Say authority. Authority. What's the root word of authority? Author. What does an author do? He writes. What does he write? Words. Your authority is rooted in your words. Your authority is released into your life through what you say. Now, we used to say it this way back in the day. confession, it's your your word, what you confess, what you say, confession brings possession. You will have, Jesus said, Mark 11, whatever you say. You will have whatever you say. If you walk around talking about how you're depressed, you're going to have depression. I have counseled countless people over my life in pastoral settings and clinical settings, fighting depression. Sometimes depression is a function of brain chemistry, and it needs medical treatment. There's no doubt about it. Sometimes depression is you talked yourself into a pit, and now you're going to have to talk yourself out of a pit. Right? Right? We live in such a medicalized society that we just want to drop pills on top of it. Sometimes you got to talk your way out of it. Because even if we drop pills on top of it and you don't get your mouth right, you're going to talk yourself right back into the pit that we tried to dig you out of. Confession brings possession. Here's what's interesting. I was I was uh, talking to a doctor friend of mine, and um, he was he was working with a client to help uh, get a patient to help get them off of drugs, and um, they were giving them all different types of medicines. All this this doctor that wasn't properly trained put it nicely was was giving them all types of medicine he was giving them um, antidepressants and he was giving them uh, medicine to help them focus and then he was giving them medicine to get off pain medication then he was giving them pain medication because they had a hurt back and he was giving them this and giving them that and he had they had mixed up this cocktail of different medications and this person came in they were I mean an absolute hot mess because their brains were firing in all different directions, and there was stuff going on in their brain that was working at cross purposes, one toward the other, and one pulling against the other. Nothing, nothing, was, nothing was, was focused and pointed at one issue. And that's exactly how our lives look like when we walk with God. This is what we do. We pray for one thing, but we say something else. And so what we ask God for and what we speak are pulling against each other. They're working at cross purposes with each other. So this is what we do. God changed my husband. God changed my husband. God touches his heart. And then five minutes later, be on the phone. He ain't, he ain't serving God. He ain't the man of God that I thought he was. He, and what are you doing? You're pulling, as y'all with me this morning, you're pulling at cross purposes with God. God, I, I need financial blessing, I need financial blessing, I need financial blessing. They ain't never give me a raise at work, and it's the government's fault, and everybody there, and everybody there. And you are working at cross purposes with God. You have to back up what you pray with what you say. You ever notice that story in the Bible when, the, when Peter is in prison, and the disciples are praying for Peter's release? They, the Bible says they pray all night for Peter's release, and Peter gets released you know the story, and knocks on the door where they're praying, and they say, there's no way that's Peter. That's got to be an angel. Surely to God, God didn't answer our prayer. Right? Because what we pray and what we confess are pulling against each other. They're working at cross purposes in our life. So we pray all the right stuff. Some of you do. I know some of you pray, God, kill them. I get it. (laughs) So we pray all the right stuff because we would feel wrong to be before God and pray something that wasn't holy and right. So we pray all the right stuff and say all the wrong stuff. Right? Pray all the right things. Say all the wrong things. And then can't figure out why am I not getting anywhere? Because you got to get your mouth right. If your mouth is not in alignment, if what you say is not in alignment with what you pray, you will never see what you pray because of what you say. Hearing what I'm saying? If you say to this mountain, be thou may be cast to the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, listen, shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that whatsoever things you confess with your mouth, you will have Whatsoever you say. Whatsoever you say. Now, let me give you this, and I'll let you go. There's a scripture over in Hebrews. Y'all with me? Yeah. Can y'all handle one more point, and I'll let you go? Yeah. Okay. You gonna get your mouth right next year? Are we are gonna get our mouths right? I said, are we gonna get our mouths right? Yeah. I, I, cha- I challenge you. I challenge you. Watch what you say for the next 24 hours. You will be astonished at some of the negativity that automatically comes out. Just because that's how, that's how we, I think when, we, when Adam fell, we were wired for negativity. The culture around us is wired for negativity. The only news that sells is good news, right? I'm, I'm ready to go back to the day where the news came on for one hour at night. That's it. And then the rest of the time, we don't know what's going on. <clears throat> Watch for the next 24 hours the things that you say. How negativity comes out completely unconsciously, completely unwittingly, and how those words are crafting and shaping and forming our world. And then we go get before God, talking about God change this and God change that. What you're saying is God work against what I've been saying. God override what I have said into the earth and make it what you want it to be. And even if God did override you and made it what he wanted it to be, we would undo it with what we turn around and ended up saying again. If we don't get our mouth right. You with me? There's a scripture in Hebrews. I, I, won't <clears throat> I won't have you turn there. It says this. Actually, I will. Go to Hebrews chapter number four. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter number four. Grab your Bible quick, 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 quick. Hebrews chapter number four, (coughs) Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First, Second Thessalonians, First Timothy, Second Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James. If you're in Malachi, keep going. If you're in Revelation, stop. If you give up, look at the screen. Hebrews chapter four. I'm going to read one verse to you. Verse number (coughs) fourteen. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Watch this. Let us hold fast our, 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 one more time, our. Let us hold fast our profession. Now, watch. That sounds good, preaches good, reads good. That's awesome, right? Let us hold fast our profession. The actual word for profession is, I know a little Greek. Learning more, but I know a little actual word for profession is homologia. Homologia. Two words. Homo, meaning the same. Same. Logia, word. That's what he's saying. Let us hold fast to homologia. Let us hold fast to the same word. That's what he's saying. Let us hold fast to saying the same thing. Let us hold fast to saying the same thing. This is what he's actually saying. You have to go find out what God says about it. And then you have to start saying what God said about it. And then you have to hold fast to saying the same thing over and over. And that's why he said, hold fast don't let go of what God said and then whatever God said, that's what you start saying and then you hold fast our profession of faith. So what do you do? You look at your kids and you tell them, you're gonna burn for Jesus all the days of your life. And if they're not even serving God, do you know what you do? You hold fast to saying the same thing. You're gonna serve God. You're gonna serve God. If you gotta go bail them out of jail on the drive there and on the drive back, you know what you say? You're gonna serve God all the days. I need somebody to help me. You're going to serve God all the days of your life. If you're believing God for your for God to work in your marriage, my marriage is everything God wants it to be. My marriage is everything God wants it to be. If you fight, my marriage is everything God wants me. to be. You got to hold fast to saying the same thing. You got to hold fast to saying the same thing God said about it. I need somebody to help me in here. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let us hold fast our profession that is the fight of faith to be able to look at something that is not what god wants it to be and you look it in the eyes and you start declaring what god said about it and then you watch it become that oh my god i'm telling you you preached this 15 years ago people are kicking each other at this point because they believe in it because they believe I can, I can actually change my life if I change what I say. If I just find out what God's word, that's why I've got you confessing over your money. That's not something you need to say one time on Sunday for five seconds and don't even think about it. You need to get up every day. Say it three times a day. I'm the head and I'm not the tail. I'm the first and I'm not the last. Then your power gets cut off because you didn't have enough money to pay the bill. You know what you do? I'm still the head and not the tail. I'm the first and not the last. I walk in abundance. I have favor in every. Everything. What am I doing? I'm holding fast to saying the same thing. You with me? Listen to this. Listen to me. God's word in your mouth is every bit as powerful as God's word in God's mouth no y'all didn't get that y'all didn't get that it's okay but God's word in your and how powerful is God's word in God's mouth let there be light boom there was light and let the earth bring forth fruitful trees and oh hallelujah and let's separate the waters from the water God created his entire world through his words and God's word in your mouth has the same creative power as God's word in God's mouth so what are you going to do this year I'm going to start talking about my kids and who I want them to be I'm not going to talk about where they are I'm going to talk about where God's destined them to be. And I'm going to say the same thing. Somebody give Jesus a shout, hallelujah. Somebody stand on your feet and give Jesus a shout, hallelujah. I'm going to say the same thing. Hold fast. I don't care when everything in my life looks contrary to what I am saying it's supposed to look like. I'm going to hold fast. God, Almighty! Oh, shut. I declare this year the business owners in this room I declare more business than you've ever done in your life and that needs to be something you need to say 1400 times a day next year more business more increase than anything I've ever seen. you're gonna have more employees I feel the Holy Ghost you're gonna have more employees you're gonna have more clients you're gonna have more jobs you're gonna have more money coming in than you could even fathom you better start dreaming of expanding I feel the unction of the Holy Ghost you better start Start planning for expansion In the name of Jesus Go ahead and start drawing stuff out On some napkins at home Of how you're going to expand And what God's going to do Hold fast Hold fast Hold fast And disappointment ain't going to make me let it go Right Disappointment ain't going to get it out of my hands. Frustration ain't going to make me let it go. Wondering why God and when God and how God. That's not going to make me let it go. All I've got to do is I've got to keep saying the same thing. I ain't got to figure out when. I ain't got to figure out how. I ain't got to figure out where or who. All i got to do is say the same thing. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the field. You need to say it. I'm blessed when I come, and I'm blessed when I go. (laughs) You know what else Deuteronomy says? Everybody quotes those scriptures. You know what else Deuteronomy says? Your enemy will come before you one way. You know what else Deuteronomy says? Your enemy will come against you one way, and he will flee before you seven ways. That's so what you need to do on your way to work every morning. Instead of cussing the traffic, and I know it's hard. Believe me, make you lose your flat sanctification up around here. The car line. Don't even. Get, I've preached more sermons in that car line you could ever fathom. <laughs> the years of my life. I've, the days of my life. I will never get back. Sitting in the car line. That's what you need to do on your way Instead of cussing the traffic I'm blessed today When I walk into work There's the favor of God all over my life I'm trying to get two or three people to believe it This is probably new to some of you And that's fine Just keep hanging around But I'm talking to somebody that knows exactly what I'm talking about I'm going to start saying the same thing God said And that word Will create my world And if I will start saying What he says. That means that next year, everything changes. Oh, glory to God. I could throw this microphone. Next year, prophesy with me. Next year, year. prophesy with me. Next year, year. everything changes. I said, next next year, everything changes. One more time, next year. Everything changes. Somebody give Jesus a shout! Hallelujah! Oh, glory to God! Glory to God! Next week, uh, next week is our last service of the year. We do have some special things prepared for you, but I'm going to preach on the. Ne- I, I was going to break it up, three messages, and talk about the three different things. But next week, I'll have to do two in one. We're going to talk about two more things next week. That we've got to bring into alignment. And if we do, next year, everything changed. You with me? Lift your hands to the Father. Lord, we thank you that you've not left us without help. You've not left us without hope. We have your word. We have your power. We have your spirit. We have your anointing. You're amazing, God. You're amazing. Thank you for your heart toward us. You want us blessed you want us to walk in abundance and favor and peace you want us to walk in fulfillment and satisfaction and i prophesy over every single person that's connected to this body i prophesy i release the word of god over you today and i declare next year everything changes for some of you 2018 was the best year of your life and i declare next year Everything changes. I declare it goes to another level. For some of you, 2018 was the worst year of your life. And I declare next year, everything changes. I prophesy to you. I release the word of God over you. And as the pastor of this house, I bless you today. I release the blessing and the favor and the increase and in the wisdom of God over you. Next year, everything changes. Give Jesus one more shout. Hope Unlimited, we love you so much. We will see you back here next week at ten AM If you need prayer for anything. Our prayer team is over here at the ramp. We would love to pray and minister with you, minister to you. If you need to pray for anything, any need, we will agree with you. We will we will stay with you, we'll fight with you, we'll war with you, we'll pray and intercede with you. We love you so much. Hope unlimited, we'll see you next Sunday, ten AM. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to give, please visit hopeunlimited.church give. To stay connected, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Unlimited Church.